Hi, my name is Stephen Rafferty and you are watching These Are Questions. This is the internet show where I ask people questions about things, life, and such not. And today's guest is a digital marketing specialist and a content creator. Please welcome Rehan Ali. Rehan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you for being a part of it. Really appreciate it. Um, before we get into the show itself, I have to explain the rules of these are questions. Rehan, I'm going to ask you a series of questions going to be based around your career and aspirations, along with a mixture of questions that are borderline idiotic and, well, randomly stupid. Do you accept those terms? I accept those terms. Awesome. So, Rehan, are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Good. Internet, are you ready? Take that as a yes. With that, let's begin. So, I know that you are a marketing specialist and a content creator, two fields that I know very well since I'm in those active fields as well. I also know that no two marketers are really the same. Everyone has their different tastes and different styles. Can you explain to the audience how you got into content creation and marketing while highlighting your current journey so far? Sure. I guess I should start at the beginning, kind of give a little bit of the origin story. Um, so I got into content creation super randomly. It was honestly because of me buying a skateboard. I really wanted a penny board for some reason. I think it was like a trend at the time. And when I got my penny board, um, I wanted to make like a cool artsy video about it. And before that, I had never really made any type of video content. Um, I had never edited a video. I never used a DSLR camera like that for videography. So I decided to give it a shot. I shot whatever I thought looked nice at the time. I was like doing like my little camera movements. And then I asked one of my cousins to help me edit it because she had a MacBook with iMovie. And as that whole process of creating that video, I absolutely fell in love with the video making process and the act of creating something, this piece of art, this piece of work, this piece of content. So that's kind of how it started. It stemmed from just a video about my skateboard that I wanted to make look cool. And here we are. I have done a couple of short films so far. I've worked on a couple of short films with other people. I have made various types of content from audio to video to anything along that spectrum so yeah now we're here and it's been it's been great it's been great that's crazy now we're here and what a journey it's been so far and you're definitely going to have more successes as you continue on in your journey and it's funny that you mentioned that you do uh, films and other forms of content because you're not really just a marketing specialist and a content creator per se you know you're also a photographer you're a videographer you're a graphic designer and a podcaster um to really highlight it, your latest podcast is called Diary of an LDF, starring yourself and your co-host slash your best friend, as you quote on the show, um, Alexia Daval. Um, how did the podcast start? And what is your recommended favorite episode for new viewers who are listening to the podcast for the first time? Oh, man. So that podcast, that podcast is like my baby. <laughs> it's both of our babies. Um, it started just off of a conversation that we were having um, in the midst of the pandemic. We were just talking about podcasts and we were talking about how we felt and 
just our feelings about life and how life was going, us being in our early 20s, graduating college, um, being in the same field. You know, she's a content creator. She's a TikTok influencer. And I'm more of a back end behind the scenes content creator. Um, prefer to be behind the camera. Um, so we have two very different styles, but we have such common grounds and we have very similar opinions when we talk um, about anything in life. So we were like, you know, we need to record these conversations that we have. So we decided to start a podcast from that. And being that we are in a long distance friendship, um, that is what LDF stands for. It stands for long distance friendship. Um, I'm sure many people are familiar with the term LDR, which means long distance relationship. So we kind of took our spin on that. So decided to make LDF a thing, you know? So now that's our show and we just collaborate and we talk about life and navigating adulthood. And we try to give advice to our younger listeners because she does have a younger, predominantly female audience. So we try to appeal to them and just help them out and give them whatever advice that we have things that we wish we knew at that age first episode that i would recommend everyone to listen to is well my favorite episode is the first episode um because it really gives that back story on why we started the podcast what it means what we hope to achieve with it so the first episode is called what is an LDF." so if you're interested check it out apple Podcasts, spotify everywhere you listen to podcasts that is the episode that i recommend listening to I want you to pick a number between one and 10 and explain why you picked that number. Okay, the first number that came to my mind is five. And I usually pick odd numbers, so that's why it came to my mind. Okay, okay. I like yeah. that reasoning, you know, you know, odd bunch, you know, I'm an oddity, you know, a lot of people are oddities, so it, it makes sense. I'm not calling you one, I'm just, just saying, you know, you know, you're lovely, I don't wanna say it, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying it, I swear, I swear. <laughs> So, <laughs> but um, I want you to remember that number because that number will play a role towards the end of the season. So you may want to write it down. You may want to put it in a sticky note. You may want to mention it in a future podcast episode. I, I don't know. Uh, but just remember the number five for the end of the season. It will play a very important role when we get to that point. Okay, we'll do. Awesome, awesome. Which animal do you think would be the best to ride a skateboard and do tricks with? Oh, wow. That's a, a curveball question. <laughs> um, an animal that I think would be the best to ride a skateboard, probably something in the cat family. Um, I feel like cats have a lot of uh, coordination and control. Um, I did see a video of a cat riding a skateboard yesterday, so I think they'll I think they'll do great. Maybe even a cheetah could do the tricks. I feel like they they have a little more strength than a cat um, than a house cat. So yeah, I'm gonna go with someone from the cat family. Maybe a cheetah. <laughs> okay, I like cheetah because they're really fast. So like that could be a really fast skateboarder. Exactly. Um, yeah. Be one of the fastest. Um, mm -hmm. For me, I would probably do Skatebird because it's a bird that skates. And also there's a game that's called Skatebird that's coming out in the end of, I think this year. So I'm not plugging down, but I'm just saying the Skatebird, the game. Yeah. Yeah. You can check it out. I'll show it. I'll show it. I'll show it. Um, maybe I'll incorporate it if the, if the developer allows me to put pictures on the uh, screen or whatever. Um, okay. uh, well, but I'll show it. I will show it. Hey, before you continue on with this episode of These Are Questions, I just want to take a quick aside to thank Glass Bottom Games. Glass Bottom Games are the developers for the upcoming title, Skatebird, currently set for release later in 2021 for Xbox, 
PC, and Nintendo Switch. And um, how it all came about was that after I asked the Skatebird question, and after I talked about it, I contacted the company in regards to using some footage and some pictures to incorporate here on these are questions. Now for the record, these are questions is an interview show um, where I don't make any money off it, my guests don't make any money off it, and anybody that's a part of it does not make any money off it. It's all for promotional collaborations and promotional purposes. That's why we created the show. Uh, that's one of the reasons. But my point is, is that I contacted them to use some of their footage and pictures to incorporate into this episode. And um, I've played the game, I've played early builds of it, and it's fantastic. It's a great homage to various skateboarding games that had come previously in the market. And what's different about this is that it's exactly what the title says. You are a bird that is a skateboarder that is skating around all these custom-made environments across different locations. And it's really cool and has a really cool bird aesthetic. I guess you could say. Um, really fun to play, very easy to play, and I can't wait for the final build when it comes out later in 2021. And this is not paid promotion, I don't make any money off this, I'm saying it because it's genuinely a really cool game to play, and I can't wait to see it in full action when it comes out later this year. So I just want to say thank you to Megan Fox, she's the founder of Glass Bottom Games, and the company themselves for allowing me to use some of their pictures and footage for here on These Are Questions. So. Thank you so much. With that, I hope you're enjoying this interview. Now let's get on with it. Going back to, you know, digital marketing, I want to go specifically with social media. Um, you know, there's a lot of social media platforms out there and there's a lot of emerging platforms. Um, what are your opinions on the latest social media platforms, such as like TikTok and Clubhouse, for example? And do you think there can be another major social media platform that can take over and really dominate the market? Hmm. Okay. I have a lot of opinions on this because honestly, I'm obsessed with TikTok. I think TikTok is a brilliant, brilliant invention and platform. Um, I feel like they just nailed it when it comes to content curation and engagement. I feel like our for you pages, like our feeds on TikTok are just so tailored to our likes and our interests and that's something very valuable and important because compared to other social media platforms, they're not as tailored. They're not as curated. So we're seeing a lot of fluff. We're seeing a lot of content that we're kind of just, we're seeing, we're viewing it, but it's like not really catching us. It's not keeping our interest and in engaging us. But TikTok has such a way with engaging us and feeding us that content that is so interesting to our personal interests. And it just keeps us scrolling for hours and hours. You, time literally ticks by as you're on TikTok. In terms of Clubhouse too, I feel like Clubhouse just blew up out of nowhere. I, I was hearing about it for months and then all of a sudden Elon Musk did a, a Clubhouse session and it, it kind of blows up. and it's also a really great platform. I feel like it's it's like a live podcasting platform, honestly, um, or almost, because you're able to join a room with people, sometimes people you never expected to ever have this access to, access of communication to. For example, if you're on the call and Travis Scott comes in, you may have a chance to speak up and let him hear your voice, you know, like, or answer a question that he's asking or you know, just engage in, in some type of direct conversation with him. I feel like that's never been done before and never been possible before. So Clubhouse is really, really uh, unique for that as well. However, I do feel like uh, these as, as successful as these platforms are right now, I feel like they 
can't really get lazy. I feel like even though they're doing great and they're killing it, they do have to kind of keep it up and keep rolling out features and uh, keep the appeal because, um, for example, with me, with Clubhouse, I've already kind of lost a little bit of my interest in, in the platform just because after that initial excitement, the excitement kind of died. You know, there hasn't really been something as exciting on the platform since. And, you know, it's kind of losing its appeal. So I feel like that's a good example as to why they need to just constantly create, constantly innovate. Um, even though they're successful, I feel like that's a life lesson that um, anyone can take. Um, you know, we can all kind of learn from even these things that we deem so successful, like even though they have success, they should constantly be working, constantly be growing um, because, you, you know, like the world is just moving at such a fast pace and our, especially our industry is constantly changing and evolving and you have to keep up with the updates and um, the changes. So, you know, and you have to stay relevant. I feel like there definitely is room for more platforms that can dominate um, to this level of TikTok and Clubhouse. Um, because, you know, we didn't expect platforms like that before they came out. We were like, oh, this is, this is cool. And now we're like, wow, this is amazing. What's next, you know? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the amount of platforms that are growing and emerging and just like you said, coming out of nowhere, um, really shows um, how innovative a lot of different individuals are when they're developing and creating these social media platforms. I know it's the incentive to be viral and the incentive to like get a large populace, hence why it's social media, but it's really interesting about the syncrasies and how the little nuances appear with these different platforms and how each of them work very similarly, but have their own different you know, uh, niches that really makes them stand out. So I think definitely there'll be a, a ton of emerging social media platforms in the future, you know, especially as these newer platforms such as TikTok, Clubhouse and others are growing. So I definitely agree with that. What is the best movie you've watched that most people have never heard of? Oh man, <laughs> that's gonna, oh man, I gotta think about that one. I feel like the best movie I've watched, people have heard of it, but I'm gonna say it because I don't want to take up too much time trying to think of another movie that people haven't heard of. Actually, huh. All right, I'll say two. So the best movie that I like that a lot of people know about, but I don't know if a lot of people watch it is Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, that's just my favorite movie for some reason. I don't know. I, I just love the adventure and I love the characters and the comedy moments um and the drama in it i love i love the story um even though it's probably a, a stupid movie to most people um and then i feel like another movie that i like that maybe a lot of people haven't heard of is i love dogs um by wes anderson directed by wes anderson um i love wes anderson movies and i love dogs it's just I love I, I love it. It's a brilliant movie. I think that everyone should watch it and everyone bashed it when it came out because they thought it looked weird, but they just didn't give it a chance. So it's it's a stop motion movie um, about an island uh, off the coast of Japan that they dump a bunch of dogs there because they have diseases and these dogs are fighting and fending for their life, but they have very, very interesting and funny personalities. So I think it's a great movie that everyone needs to, to watch at some point. <laughs>
Okay. Well, I got some movie recommendations there, everyone. So if you haven't seen either of them, which is funny because I know the movies, but I've never watched either of them. So um, I have some homework to do. And maybe there's a few viewers watching as well may have the same thing. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I promise you, it won't let you down. (laughs) I hope not. You promise. (laughs) Promise there. While researching more about you, I, I noticed that you're an avid traveler. And you're also a vintage camera photography aficionado, which I think that's really cool. I'm into cameras as well, and I like looking at old tiny cameras and how they work and function. Um, but my question is, out of any w- location that you have or haven't been at yet, which destination would you want to do a vintage photo shoot in? Hmm, that's a that's a good question. I haven't really thought about um, a vintage shoot before, but... I would probably say I would love to do like a vintage shoot in maybe an abandoned house. I have seen a lot of those um, those photo shoots on Instagram where people go to abandoned houses and they are like in such interesting condition. You know, they've been left things, items have been left in the houses. Some of the, the decor has been left and you can definitely see the age and wear and tear of life and natural disasters and just the impact that they've had you know mm-hmm. and i've seen a lot of people do like really cool photo shoots in them people will buy like thrifted dresses like vintage looking dresses they look like they're from like the 20s or the 30s and they'll do photo shoots in them so i think i would probably want to do one of those i'm i'm not sure the location it may be like rural america okay i like that i think rural america kind of really rustic vintage shoot you can do 20 style or 30 style, or you can really be really creative in that sense. I think that would be really cool. What advice do you recommend for anyone that wants to put themselves out there in the media? You should just do it. Just take chances and just do it as scary as it is. And trust me, I'm still giving myself that advice. I'm still giving myself that like pep talk every now and then that I need to put myself out there, put my content out there, put my creations and ideas out there. Because it is very scary. You know, it's scary opening up that side of yourself to the world and to put it out in the public for everyone to see and to criticize and you know you you just you you start thinking all the worst of everything of every situation and you start thinking about what people could say or what people could think and you just can't think like that and trust me like I said I'm still telling this to myself um and trying to convince myself of this but yeah I have I would say that like I have taken the advice um, before because I am here now and I've put content out there and I've been doing things. It'll be worth it. You, you won't get anything bad out of it. Um, it'll only do you good. So yeah, put yourself out there and see how it goes. See where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that as well because you never know where life can take you. And sometimes just trying and seeing what works and what doesn't work can change your life in so many different ways so a very simple but very well received piece of advice thank you for sharing that of course so i have one more question to ask you but it's more of a scenario so here's the scenario you're on a deserted island you have a phone but nothing on the phone works so you can't do text messages you can't do phone calls um Nothing really works except for one social media platform that allows you to only post one public post. Which platform would you choose 
and what would be your SOS post to get you out of that island? Mm, that's a cool question. It is. Uh, but I feel like it's a no-brainer. Like, I, I would go with TikTok because TikTok, it just has such a high chance of your video blowing up. There's such a high chance of virality. Um, and when it comes to making a video like that, where you only have one shot, you might as well take it on TikTok. If you try, if you try to put it on Twitter, no one's gonna see it. If you try to put it on Instagram, nobody's gonna see it. Um, you might not even get it on people's feed because we don't even know how the algorithm works on Instagram anymore. But TikTok has such a, a high chance of your video going viral and reaching the people that it might need to reach. So you might have a chance of being saved. So I'm gonna go with TikTok. <laughs> Okay. Well, TikTok, but what, what's the SOS, I guess in this case, what'll be the SOS video? What, what, what would you say? What would you convince people to say, Hey, I'm on a, uh, an Island. I need to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of the message, I would probably, uh, use that whole one minute that they give you and record the, as much as the Island as I can, as much as I can fit into that video while talking over it, being like, Hey, this is how I possibly got here. This is where we might be. Try to find me. This is what the island looks like. <laughs> I only have this many days left before I starve. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a song too. You have to have a song in the background as well because it's TikTok. So. Oh um, yeah, probably a, a Megan The Stallion or the Baby song. Something that's gonna go viral too. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So <laughs> I'd like your dessert, deserted Megan the Stallion, the baby, super deserted island media post. <laughs> people might want to go travel there after that video too. Like just because, because people love travel content on TikTok. So it might be, you know, two birds with one stone. <laughs> I get saved and people, the island gets more exposure and tourism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's win-win. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at the watch on my invisible hand and i just messed that up so i'll try it again if you look at the <laughs> invisible watch on my hand i'm not cutting that that's staying on there um <laughs> we're at the end of this interview it was a pleasure thank you so much for being a part of these are questions season two um if you want to see all of my stuff and Mihan stuff. Um, you can view it down in the description down below. Um, you can check out Diary of an LDF on uh, on Apple, Spotify, and all media platforms that are given for it. And this is your time. Anything you want to say, any final words, final thoughts, things on your mind, this is the time. It is open floor. Anything. Oh my gosh. Why is this the, the most daunting part of the interview? <laughs> oh, this I don't is the free for all. Um, I just thanks for having me. This has been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed delving into these topics and uh, answering these super random questions. So if anyone wants to ask me some more random questions or talk more about some of these topics that we covered, um, you could definitely reach out to me on my social media and I would be happy to engage. So yeah. Alrighty then. Well, for everyone that's watching and got to the end of it, you've been watching These Are Questions. Um, have a good night, everyone, or good morning, or good afternoon, or whenever you're watching this show. You could be watching this at 8.21 Pacific Standard Time on a Tuesday afternoon, or maybe a Wednesday, I don't know. At some point during the week, 
Who knows? Time That's zones. It. Time <laughs> zones. Welcome to These Are Time Zones. <laughs> yeah.